What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head? Give you all the feels? Make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song. Welcome to The Perfect Song. Let me welcome the panel once again. Just finishing his coughing, it's Mike. Hey, at least I muted. Hi. You did. did. Thank you for muting. And over here is Alan. Bonjour. And we are looking at a song by Journey. And it's Don't Stop Believing." You know it. And this song was uh, nominated by the world because it's sort of a (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a very popular song uh still to this day popular so a little background on it um it is like i said by journey it was written by steve perry who's the lead singer neil sean the guitar player and jonathan kane who's the keyboard player and so jonathan kane uh was the new keyboard player in journey he was uh, actually handpicked and replaced greg raleigh who was the previous keyboard player and um this song it makes sense that uh, Jonathan Cain is one of the writers because he is responsible for that really well-known opening piano riff. But he was also the inspiration for the uh, title of the song, Don't Stop Believing." It's something that his father would say to him when he was struggling uh, in the music business. So the song, basically power rock ballad, um, memorably sung by Steve Perry, who has a very recognizable voice and um, story of two people changing their lives by leaving where they're at, either a small town or South Detroit, um, taking a midnight train to anywhere. So that's the, that's the story of the song. And, um, and it's an, it's an upbeat kind of a feel good song. Uh, don't stop believing, you know, it's, that's really what it sets out to do. It's not trying to, trying to rock or anything. It's trying to, trying to send what, a positive what, message. What? There's no hidden message. No, it's pretty straightforward, Mike. Don't stop <laughs> believing. Oh, you don't man. think they're trying to rock? I think they're, well, trying they to rock. are trying to rock. I shouldn't say it that way. Um, yeah, you're right. They're trying to rock, but they're also trying to inspire you to don't, to not, to not stop believing. Um, which was the original the original (laughs) lyric was not stop believing but then they realized it's better with don't so yeah real quick uh this was recorded evidently was recorded in one take the music and then uh steve perry who was sick on the day they recorded the band he came in the next day or when he was feeling better and he recorded in basically one take too so it was just like boom 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 um and again it is it retained its popularity and we've talked about this in other podcasts through like popular culture over the years. Like it was used very memorably in the Sopranos finale. It is also played at uh, Detroit Red Wings hockey games. Uh, I think mostly for the line born and raised in South Detroit. Um, although, the, you know, what I, I learned in my research, there's no real South Detroit because South of Detroit is Ontario and a river. But that's OK. The Detroitians love it. And they actually play it like at their playoff games for the Red Wings. And 
I believe uh, they they lower the volume for that so the so the crowd can sing "Born and Raised in South Detroit." You know, it's fun. Do people in Detroit refer to themselves as Detroitians? No, I do. And okay. it's it's not right, but it's what I do. Oh, I don't. I, well, do we know what they refer to themselves as? I don't know. You okay. want to research that? I will. You keep talking. All right. Research that on the fly. So, yes, uh, it lives on through this kind of use. And also, uh, San Francisco Giants games, um, at least it was in the eighth inning of Giants games. And because Journey is a Bay Area band. Yes. Um, And Steve Perry, the the lead singer, is a season ticket holder to the San Francisco Giants. But in the eighth inning, particularly when they're losing, I've been to these games. And when we're losing in the eighth, trailing in the eighth, they play Don't Stop Believing. And everyone sings along and it's all very fun. I remember uh, there's a famous moment during the World Series in 2014 when the Giants were in that um, Steve Perry actually was there leading the crowd in the song. And it was a, a pretty fun moment. And I believe they went on to win because of Steve Perry magic. That's right. So, yeah, the song lives on. Uh, another just interesting trivia, perhaps interesting trivia nonetheless. Uh, it, it was the number one paid digital download of anything released in the 20th century. Does that make sense? It's really? a, yeah, that it, it was for a long time. It might have been re- replaced, but according to my sources, possibly still is the number one downloaded song that was originally released released in the 20th century interesting that's kind of big oh and they're and it's huge in ireland okay so anyway <laughs> enough trivia oh but just to bring it right back yeah. they they refer to themselves as detroiters oh detroiters so detroiters when they're at the red wings <laughs> they sing that and they get into it so anyway, okay, let's get let's throw let me throw to you guys about this song. Again, I we're all of the same age and we remember the early 80s as well as we can and this song was very much there. Uh tell me uh your relationship with the song. Either one. How about how about Mike? Uh well, I just want to point out the song is 43 years old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um you know it was it was a song you could never escape when it first came. Well, you still uh, can't escape. really escape. See what you uh, did there? Yeah. See. Oh boy. It was a it was a song you just couldn't escape. You couldn't escape when it came out. Um, and it it was played on every station you could think of. Every every place you could think of, you'd hear people playing it on the streets. You hear their on their Walkmans, it's like boom boxes. That, yeah, that whole Escape album was a phenomenon for the time. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I actually, you know what? Guilty pleasure. I've had that out. Al- I bought that album and listened to it over and over for about three weeks. And then if for yeah. some reason I just stopped, I said, I don't want to hear this. anymore. <laughs> it was their biggest album. It was, had the, most of their hits on it. Open arms. All, all I mean. Is loving, touching, ton- squeezing on that? No, mm-hmm. that's not. That's not. Oh, on that oh no, that isn't. You're right. Um. No, no, no. God, there's so many. It's a, a stone in love. Stone in love, right? Um, uh, I can't. There's another a slow song well, that's kind of. I can look it up. Hold is on. wheel in the sky on that? Nope, that's earlier. Who, who's, who's something now? Something who's, who's crying now? Who's or, crying now? But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a song that I grew up with. I, there's, it's sort of like one of those iconic songs that's 
in my DNA. You, you can't get rid of it, even if it's like not one of my favorite songs. It's it, you. It's part of who I am. <clears throat> it's part of growing up. It's part of you know everything that I know about music. This song is part of it. You know, it's like it's it's. There's songs you can forget, and there's songs you're like, oh yeah, I remember that song. This it's impossible to forget this song. <laughs> yeah, it came at a time in our lives that was like we were very much sponges to culture yeah. and music, and like you said, it was everywhere. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not not to speak to the quality of the song yet, but I think it's just catchy. <laughs> I understand exactly why it was so big because it is a song that, especially in the '80s, where everybody at least at the time was very cynical um about a lot of different things in the world i think a song like this it made sense why it became such this massive massive hit um and it's a hopeful song i mean it's like there's some there's some heartache in the song but it's really about you know even though you're your 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 life is like this you you got to not stop believing and it, it yeah and it's, it's it, how it, can yeah how can you not at least appreciate what the song is trying to do and 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 understand why everybody really fell in love with it at the time you know well not everybody but you know what i mean it's like the masses and, and the lyrics are about starting fresh like it's always you can always yeah. change your life start new somewhere kind of deal yeah uh, so I, I like this song when it came out. I don't think that my liking of it and journey lasted very long. I think <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. when I hit my more teen years, I got very like, Ugh, that's not, uh. so, you know, lowest common denominator, you know, all that kind of sure. uh, snarky teenage energy, uh, pushed me more towards, uh, well, most of the music I listen to now. Well, there's and, so uh, much, so much exciting stuff happening in '81, you know, and and stuff to discover. And this song was like, uh, yeah, okay, this is a rock anthem song, right? So you had so much more yeah. to see, more more to hear, you know. But uh, in subsequent years, uh, when I do hear it, I do have a feeling of nostalgia. I do mm -hmm. think it is a very infectious song. Um, it's got that kind of brawny kind of bass line in there. And Steve Perry is, is a unique voice and, and a good one. It's actually not my favorite Journey song. I would think that is probably any way you want it. But at least it's not love and touching, squeezing, <laughs> because that song with the na na na's. <laughs> You, know, you can't get behind that. That's a concert it's, song, right? That's that's for the yeah. When it's like now it's your turn, girl, to cry. No, it's my turn to cry. <laughs> um, but that's not what this 
podcast is about. It's not about that song. Nope. It's about this song. Don't stop yes. believing. So it's very energetic. It's very uplifting. It does, you know, it's like overcoming, you know, the overcoming, you know, the situation you're in. And yeah, I, I think it's a very good song. Yeah. Again, like Mike mentioned when it came out after the seventies, where there was such malaise, there was such like, you know, there wasn't a lot of hope. And if anything, the eighties were about hope of some kind, even though it was maybe artificial hope. Um, <laughs> but, um, but certainly the song, just, just the definition of it, like a rock anthem, uh, sing, you can sing along to it. You bounce along with it. Uh, and again, I'm going to get into the structure of the song because it's what I do. It's funny. You don't hear the chorus or the title of the song until the song is almost over. You get a bunch of verses and these little instrumental parts that are very similar to the chorus, but he's not singing the chorus. He's, you know, um, but sort of it really just captures you. You can't you kind of really move along with it. Um, so my sort of reaction to it now as I listen to it, like you guys, I heard it my whole life and I heard it at the time. And I mentioned I was into it for for about a month or so before I before like Alan I said wait a minute but there's these other things going on that's kind of cool you know um, mm-hmm. you've got that opening piano I mean it just you know where you're at when you hear that you know and it just puts you in the mood and then um, and um, and then it just gets into there and then Steve Perry comes in with those vocals and you know it's really powerful. It builds up, and then Neil Sean comes in with the little biddly biddly. I call it the biddly biddlies. Biddly 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 biddly. <laughs> One thing I like about it that isn't mentioned too much is the drumming. Uh, Steve Smith is the drummer. He adds these little ride, hits the ride cymbal and the toms in a certain syncopated offbeat rhythm that kind of it kind of elevates the song, even just a tiny little bit more so I do enjoy the song um just how it sounds and musically it's really good I've always liked that line uh, well I I think somewhere else it's part of a longer line maybe but at the end he's just saying street lights people people right I like that line a lot. It's very, um, yeah. <laughs> He's just saying, remember when I sang about this before? <laughs> Streetlights, people. people. Think Lots about of that. Things. Don't stop believing in them. The streetlights and the people. Right. You can give up on government and democracy, right. but right. people and streetlights, no. Yeah. We hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainers podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. All right, well, okay, let's, uh, I guess we can vote on it. This was, again, this was kind of chosen for its cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is not my favorite Journey song. Uh, Alan mentioned his. I think it might have been one you mentioned before. I think it might have been, um, it might be, uh, damn it. Of course, now my brain doesn't work today. Um, 
Here, I'll say this. I really like Wheel in the Sky, and I also like Any Way You Want It more than Don't Stop Believing. How's that? I do like both of those songs better. This song, Don't Stop Believing, I think it's definitely a perfect rock anthem song. That's a qualification, obviously. Um, it's cheesy, for sure. That is part of, kind of part of its charm. Uh, it does tell a nice story vividly or, you know, with imagery that's memorable and it's an uplifting message, but I think I'm going to, it's going to just barely make it. And I'm going to say, yes, I think as it is for what it is and what it's trying to do, it's perfect. I'll go with it. Yeah. This, this is going to be one of those cases where, um, it was not, it's not one of my go-tos at all, but I am going to vote it as a perfect song, uh, for what it actually is. Um, I can't think of another rock anthem that probably has its claws so much in people. Um, and (laughs) well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tendrils. What do you want? Tendrils. How about that? Tendrils. Tendrils. (laughs) Say tendrils. (laughs) I said tendrils around us. So anyway, yeah, I am going to vote. Yes. All right. How about you, Al? Uh, very catchy, very infectious song. A lot of nostalgia there, but I do not think it is a perfect song. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, it's split. No, vote. no, no split turkeys. Vote. No turkey. No turkey gobble this time, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. It's, it's um, going to be a wah, wah. <laughs> the sad trombone. It might not have any sound. Does everything? Maybe oh. everything does have to have a sound. I don't know. I, I want to be the morning zoo show. <laughs> yeah, the morning zoo podcast. <laughs> I need to get one of those sound boards, just like every once in a while. Wah! <laughs> 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 little splat, little splash of water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our show. Uh, you've probably heard "Don't Stop Believing," but you know, maybe go listen to it again. You know what? Explore more journey and see if you like two songs more than this one too, just like me. Um, uh, make sure it's not the same one Alan likes because we can't. I have said that. no. I I was the one saying you. No, could, I'm saying can... I'm being a self-deprecating joke. Oh, okay. Saying that I have a problem being the same, having it the same song. But you don't. I like to share that experience. I know you're a sharer and a carer. Hmm. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, guys. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, we don't say goodbye. Wait a minute. Well, that's the show. Hang in there, Smokey. See you later. Later, Gators. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this Gen Explainers podcast. Follow us on Instagram and friend us on Facebook. Just search for Gen Explainers and find us on Patreon, where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content. See you next time. Mm-hmm.